Welcome to the Kate Daly Show. This show is not like any other show out there. We tell the truth. No one controls what we say, and we're on a mission to expose what is going on in government on both sides of the aisle and in between. You can go to katedalyradio.com for more podcasts of the show, and thanks for listening in. Welcome to the Kate Daly Show. This show is not like any other show out there. We tell the truth. No one controls what we say, and we're on a mission to expose what is going on in government on both sides of the aisle and in between. You can go to katedalyradio.com for more podcasts of the show, and thanks for listening in. Balance of Nature, changing the world one life at a time. This is not rehearsed. I'm just some person that listened to the commercial and said, you know what? Fruits and vegetables, how can I go wrong? At one point, I was going to stop taking it. And then I got a message saying that even if you stop taking it, you still have your coat for two months. And that's when I really realized you people aren't looking for money. You really care about the human being and helping people. So to me, that is the most important thing. Experience the balance of nature difference for yourself. Call or go online now and become a preferred customer, which gives you our best pricing and free shipping. And we'll take off an additional $25 on your first order. This will be a limited time offer, so don't wait. Call 800-2468-751 or go to balanceofnature.com and use discount code KATE. The following show is proudly made in the USA. That's secretly owned by China and is motivated by oil interests in the Middle East. The Kate Daly Show starts now. Andrew Jackson had a pretty clear-cut idea about America's enemies. Kill them. Congressman Paul... 30 seconds, please. 30 seconds to respond, since you were mentioned. My my point is, is if another country does to us what we do others, we're not going to like it very much. So I would say that maybe we ought to consider a golden rule in uh, in foreign policy. Don't do to other nations what we don't want to have them do to us. So we we endlessly bomb we endlessly bomb these countries, and then we wonder wonder why they get upset with us, and uh, and, and yet it's, it continues on and on. I mean, this, uh, I, this, idea, this idea that we can't debate foreign policy, then all we have to do is start another war? I mean, it's, it's warmongering. They're building up for another war against Iran, and people can't wait to get in another war. This country doesn't need another war. We need to quit the ones we're in. We need to spend the money and bring our troops home. That was from 2012. Yes, I remember that. Yes, well, I would have answered that. Uh, uh, was that McCain? No, uh, that no. was uh, uh, Newt in the in the very beginning, and he said, "You know, we just got to go kill our enemies, right?" And so everybody was cheering. And then Ron Paul was saying, "You know, that was Ron Paul yes. talking." And Ron Paul, it was. Did you hear all the boos? The boos were very interesting. It reminds me of Ellen when Ellen sat next to George W. Bush and then her supporters were booing her for that. You know, basically right. mad at her for being nice. Think about what Ron Paul was saying there for a second, because they sure wanted to make him look like a Looney Tune for a long time in the press. But look what he was saying. He's not clearly one of my most favorite guests, actually. Um, look what he was saying. He was saying the golden rule. 
the golden rule. And you get booed for saying the golden rule? Like, <laughs> that just was, that was peculiar to me. Uh, that, that It shows had- how complete the yeah. military-industrial complex and the defense industry mm-hmm. yes. has propagandized and taken over yep. this country. Yep, I totally agree. And hi, <laughs> welcome to the Kate Daly Show. I'm so glad that you're joining us. I have a special treat today because uh, my former co-host, uh, Investigator Dave, is with me. And a uh, long history of being in a, a LAPD and investigate investigator, you name it, he's done it. History buff, I mean, uh, and just, my gosh, you were, you've been with me like five years. Yeah, a long time, a long time. And uh, he moved on me. He moved on me. He moved far away. And now he's back for this uh, show. And I'm so glad because we're going to talk geopolitics in this hour. We're going to talk about the big scary things in this hour. And Mm -hmm. I will say this for Ron Paul. I bet he was surprised to hear all the people booing him during that um, uh, debate in 2012. That was incredible to me people were booing the golden rule i mean that's how that's how mob mentality works it's a it's a it's kind of a sad thing isn't it hi caller welcome to the show go right ahead yeah i was just going to mention on the um mitt romney thing Mm -hmm. and like i'm from utah went on a mission did all that and um don't go to church anymore but i definitely never bashed the church but it's silly to think that uh-huh. Yeah. People aren't we're, just going to vote for right. him we're in our, right. he's LDS. No, I, I, I totally understand. It was, I know. Thank you for that. Thank you for that. That was on a local hour. And so we'll discuss that maybe on the next local hour that I do next week. Right now we're talking, and I so appreciate you calling, but we, we have a, such an hour ahead of geopolitics. I got to get to it because there's so much information. There's just so much going on. Okay, so, so appreciate that. And no, I did not vote for Mitt Romney. Um, (laughs) No, not for my state. Uh, So no matter what state you're listening to from the show right now, let me say this. Um, I'm glad you're listening. I want to put the whole Kurdish, Syria, ISIS thing into a very easy explanation. A lot of people are so confused out there. And we have a lot of people right now that are throwing Trump under the bus right now um, for pulling out of Syria. Okay. And I want to talk about that because they're going, oh, I can't support Donald Trump now. Both I just parties. can't support him. Yeah. I, and, and it's not that you have to support him, but let's get some truth, though. I mean, let's at least get to the truth of that. And I think they're doing it kind of uh, blindly. But let me say this before we go there. There's a lot of scare tactics, and I know you want to talk about this, because I, I had a friend message me about uh, the survey that the CFR is taking right now, okay, the survey, and it's Preventative Priorities Survey, and they do this every year, and what they do is they ask everybody, I'm not joking, we're asking newsletter subscribers to the CFR, Council on Foreign Relations, to suggest threats and conflicts that could emerge or escalate next year and potentially harm U.S. interests. And you know what my first question is to this? The globalists have to have a list of potential conflicts. If they don't, they're out of business because they they want to march in their resolution to it. The idea, Kate, and it took me a while to realize this, is to keep Americans Mm -hmm. and the world Mm -hmm. in a constant state of fear. Right. You've got to keep them fearful all the time. That way you propose the solutions. Mm -hmm. You propose a way so that they don't have to be so afraid. Right. At the same, with one hand, but they say, uh, with the other hand, you're escalating the fear. Mm -hmm. And and so that people will rely on you. I remember when I was a kid, 
you uh-huh. know, and believe it or not, I was a kid one day. <laughs> believe and, it or not, I was a kid. And back then it was uh-huh. the communist scare. Oh, yeah, yeah. And that was real. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. The newspapers were filled mm-hmm. with, they're now building another atomic bomb. Now they're building the hydrogen bomb. And they're, and I remember, the, especially the JBS, and a good organization, but mm-hmm. boy, this Robert Welch really pushed this, how they were taking over the world. Mm-hmm. One state by another state, country by country. Right. And, and how fearful we were of that. Right. Okay. And, and, then, and then all of a sudden they got the bomb now. Mm-hmm. And once they got the bomb, well, then at school, right. we would have drills. We'd all jump under our desk, cover our ears and head, crouch underneath the ta- our desk, you know, yeah. and just wait for it, wait for it. Constant fear that they had us in all the time. I want to go more here. Let's take a caller, but I want to keep going with this because you, this is very, very true. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Hey, Kate, this is Craig from Chicago. Craig from Chicago. Thanks for uh, writing back to me. Oh, you bet. I'm so glad you're healthier and better, and we've missed you. Uh, What you're talking about now is just the same old stuff, and I live in the midst of it here in wonderful Chicago. (laughs) The Democratic (laughs) campaign, the unions and everything, it's very interesting. But, uh, you know, that you've been around the block a little bit, and you see all this stuff over and over again. It's a bunch of garbage. And who's going to listen to it? Who's going to be scared? So Global true. Global warming this year? No, it's yep. climate change. What I know. <laughs> I know. There's always something. I'm just glad you're getting healthy. And thank, And I'm so glad you called up, and we've missed your calls. And, and, uh, and you're out there in Chicago. I really appreciate your support for the show. Thank you. Appreciate you and Uncle Milty, too. You're awesome. Thank you. Uh, I love Craig from Chicago. Uh, Frequent caller, and he's just awesome. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay. You know, then the communist Chinese Chinese. sprang up, Mm -hmm. which is terrible. Yeah. The Vietnam War. I remembered. Well, you're not saying these things aren't real. It's just that the, the... the hype to them, too, is what you're talking about, They were too. exacerbated by mm-hmm. the fear mongers. Sure. And you mentioned CFR, mm-hmm. and it's a big part of their plan yeah. to keep us in fear. Well, it's the to, Council so on that, Horrific Foreign Relations. Yeah. That's, that's what it really is. Communist yeah. think tank. Sure. It's, you know, it's taken over by the, the, the mm-hmm. Fabian mm-hmm. socialists. Okay. Uh, and then after that... During Vietnam, it was there, there's communists are still going. You know what's going to happen if they take over South Vietnam? What? They're going to be in Nicaragua mm-hmm. and then Mexico, mm-hmm. and then they're attacking the United States. And the commies won't stop right. until they got us. Mm-hmm. And I remember Nikita Khrushchev came to the United States, and I remember listening to Bobby Kennedy talk about that in my alma mater. And uh, what are we going to do to stop mm-hmm. the commies and Nikita Khrushchev? Because he says, we'll bury you and all this. Remember when he right, said that? Right. Banging his shoe mm-hmm. at the U.N. Yep. on the pulpit? He and also it. said we would invite it in. We wouldn't even have to be overrun. We would invite it in, which I do believe we will. We <laughs> actually will. We'll yeah. invite it in. Yeah, Have been. Invited yeah. in the door. Mm-hmm. And, and it just continues from one thing to another. I remember when you first started mm-hmm. a year or two after this show, mm-hmm. and you had three girls come in, conservative girls. Mm-hmm. And what is the greatest fear? ISIS. Yes, ISIS. Yeah. ISIS is going mm-hmm. to take over everything. They're the new commies, if you will. They're mm-hmm. one state after another going to take over Iraq and mm-hmm. then Syria. In fact, they're taking over Syria. And they show all constant videos of beheadings, burning people, drowning people. And they were coming here to the U.S. Even mm-hmm. though most of those were fake, mm-hmm. you know, uh, it's just constant people scared, scared, scared. I sure. remember that and I'd say, 
You know, that's not that's yeah. really true. It's one thing after another. Then, then we had a whole influx of diseases come through. Mm-hmm. The West Nile yes. disease. Ebola. Yeah. Ebola. The Before bird, that, it was H1N1. H1N1, right? yeah. the bird flu, mm-hmm. the swine flu. Mm-hmm. It's the, always uh, something. The West Nile, Zika, one <laughs> Zika, after another, yeah. you know. Zika and, virus. Uh, <laughs> yes. It's just constant. And we found a case in Houston. Oh, <laughs> a single case spread. in the entire United States. Yeah. And millions are going to get it. Big and, one. Yeah. And then, uh, according, mm-hmm. just before I left the police department, uh, well, a couple of years before I left, I, I had investigated a guy by the name of Steve Markowski, mm-hmm. who was sold his blood. Mm-hmm. We prosecuted him for when he had AIDS. Mm. Had a yeah, big, that was and a you remember scare the too. AIDS scare? Well, yes, yes, oh, yes. Oh, and I'm, people that don't remember this, this is serious yeah. business. Well, Milty has it. Yeah, Milty got it from yeah. blood transfusion. Yeah, yeah it same was, thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. very, very big. But the thing of it is, it's going to take over the United mm-hmm. States. Every time you have unprotected yeah. sex, it's gone. Mm-hmm. It's over. It's going to spread. We're going to see, literally, L.A. Times you know, we're going to see dead bodies on the streets. Yes, it's and just... and the the hype, the overload of the hype. Not that the things aren't real in some cases, but the the man, and and so people can go, well, they're just trying to sell papers. I get it, I get yeah. that mentality. But what has it done to us over the decades collectively? Oh, and I hate the word collectively. Uh, I always think of socialism. But what but what has it done to us as a nation to constantly have the fear? The fear, the fear. Uh, they were pushing RFID chips for kids in bus passes, you know. Um, so the fear is that you, your kid wasn't going to come home. You know, abduction. Yes. I mean, how many of those are really going on? Really, really, really going on. So mm-hmm. there's like so much fear that what does it do to us? Keeps us docile and dependent upon our overlord masters. To save to, us to from save all save of To save us it. from all this. Uh, yes. Okay. Now the big one is, look at this. They're predicting that in 12 years, this global climate mm-hmm. change. Oh, yes. Global yes. climate change. Can you imagine this, what's doing to the new, this is a new religion, what uh-huh. it's doing to the new generation. In 12 years, cities are going to be overrun. The oceans are going to be We won't have fl- a single tree, back. All that, no fish. Yeah. Uh, species are going to die out. Trees. People will be hoff- yep. hacking and coughing from the CO2 and we've in got, the air. We've got 50 years of history and, and, <laughs> with these claims that tell us that's not going on. Yeah. We'll be right back. We'll be right back on uh, the Kate Daly Show. Stay with us. We're going to talk about turkey, too. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. All right, I have to chuckle because uh, welcome back to the Kate Daly Show. I got Investigator Dave back for a show, and um, we used to war over music. And so on Fridays, he'd pick music, you know. And we laugh so much on the breaks because sometimes I wouldn't even know the songs you were pulling out. And then sometimes I'm like, oh, yeah, I love that song. And so mm-hmm. music wars. Um, and I love this. So you're a big fan of the 50s. So yes. uh, Dave picked this one. I really like this song, by the way. I like Blue Moon. Uh, welcome back to the show. I've got Investigator Dave with me. Make sure you get over to the website, katedallyradio.com. And if you can, donate to the show. It keeps this show on the air. And quite frankly, we need 
need a, a media revolution of truth. I, I can't stress that enough. Um, and supporting shows like this, you know, we have a lot of wealth in this country, which is great because you can make what you want out of what you want, which is fantastic. But sometimes we get to enjoying it a little too much and then we forget to shore up our liberty, the very liberty that helps us produce it. <laughs> Mm-hmm. You, you've got to go back and we've got to, all, every generation has got to support and, and fight for liberty. And we, we can't be the generation that just gets to enjoy. We've got to be another generation that fights or 30 years, 40 years down the road. Our kids don't get to fight for anything because we're stopping that. Make sure you, if you can, please support this show. I can't think of a better cause. Of course, you know, I'm in it every day. So of course I'm going to think that, but I really do think that we've got to shore up our liberty. The other thing is get over to the website for balance of nature, get that supplement. You're going to need one. And this supplement's so good. Um, I really love this 11, uh, servings of fruits and vegetables every day. You can even double up. And I'm telling you, this is a great way to get that immune system working, circulatory system, your heart, your sugar levels, everything. It's fantastic. And I wouldn't tell you that if I wasn't taking it myself and loving it. So please, please, please uh, make sure you get over to the site, put in the code Kate, K-A-T-E, and then um, you can get 25 bucks off. I mean, my gosh, getting it for hardly anything. Try it. Just let me know how you're, how you're doing with it. Um, and so let me, I'm going to give you this, um, this was, uh, this was a little bit of help from, um, Blackstone intelligence, uh, Jake over there. And I really liked this layout of this. And then I want to get your take on this, Dave, because we're going to launch into a discussion on this and I really want to get your take. So here's some notes about what's happening and hopefully the next few minutes of, of, of laying this out will kind of give you a, you can now regurgitate this to a neighbor or a friend synopsis of the Middle East a little bit. Of what's going on right now. Okay, here we go. So after Libya was toppled by the CIA, okay, we toppled them. They, uh, they sent Libyan mercenary fighters to Iraq and Syria to join other military groups, right? right. And, and join up with Al-Qaeda. Okay, so the Libyan, the, the Libyan fighters, their, their mercenaries, their mercenaries went in to join Al-Qaeda. And that's where ISIS started to get formed right there. With help of Turkey and us, this is why they had matching outfits, matching tennis shoes, Toyota trucks, okay? That, they usually don't do that in the Middle East. They needed weapons. They needed weapons, okay? That's so they why were funded. when Benghazi was all about and Hillary Clinton. Yes, so they were funded. So the CIA wanted the same thing then to happen that happened to Libya to happen to Syria, okay? We wanted to move in and take Syria. It was on the list. We needed that country too. And so under Obama, he was clamoring for this coup in 2012, if all of you guys remember, and wanted us to go to war. But the people weren't having it. We were not approving war. and But they kept trying and trying and trying. And then they kept t- touting the fear of ISIS, like you were just talking about the fear. Um, they kept touting the fear that they were coming over here. This group was so big. And we kept saying that the group is small. The group is not a huge group, but it's a dangerous group. So we'll give you that. Uh, so there was a couple of problems that cropped up. Too many groups of these mercenary fighters were coming together, and to bring all of them together to try and get a common goal is really almost impossible to do. So they started splitting and dividing, and Al-Qaeda split from ISIS, which could tell you something about where ISIS was going to go now. And they had this, uh, they wanted a, a unified front against Syria, but it was crumbling. It was crumbling because all the fighters want different things. And... Turkey, our CIA, and some others formed ISIS. So ISIS got a little out of control. They started making money on the black market in a lot of different ways. Lots of countries were getting their cut on illegally sold oil. Okay, And uh, that's why Obama said, you know, we support moderate rebels. Remember when he went in with that speech? Because they got maybe a little too out of control. 
And so sex slaves and, and all kinds of different things, but, but they were getting a little bit uh, into their own goal, um, apart from what the CIA kind of started them out as. So the Syria invited milita- uh, foreign militaries in for help, right, against ISIS. And they called help from Iran, Hezbollah, Turkey militias. So the pushback came when the CIA, when they were supporting ISIS, because it's all about the oil fields, money, land, pipeline. So Russia was wiping ISIS out with the help of Syria, because they're partners. And, uh, and we were told over here that Assad was gassing his people. Crazy madman, all of a sudden, never a crazy madman before, just gassing all of his people randomly. That didn't happen. So they were really wanting to push us in and get us in there. So, because Russia then was wiping out our, those fighters that we had propped up in the beginning. But so then it looked like the oil fields that our deep state owns in Syria were going to go back into Syria's control. And the black market sale of oil and all these other things, Turkey was getting a cut. Everybody's getting their little cut, so they were going to miss out on some of that fortune. CIA used our military to arm the Kurds in the north from ISIS, right? There was also a lot of killing, too, going on right there, too. Turkey was getting mad because they consider some of the Kurds terrorists in other areas, right? Because you're going to talk about this. And then the Kurds gaining control of oil on the northern side of the Euphrates River. uh, Syrians on the south side of the river, but you have the Syrian Kurds on the north side. And there are many factions of Kurds, and people don't understand that, which you're going to expand on. Because you have the Iran Kurds, the Iraq Kurds, the the Turkish Kurds, the Syrian Kurds. And the Syrian Kurds were working with our CIA, but... But this is what's been happening recently. They started meeting with counterparts in the Iran Kurds in that group, and they were wondering what was going to happen next because they started to kind of get the idea that CIA might stab them in the back. So they might want to align themselves with Russia and Iran, okay, because they don't know what's going to happen, and it's all about who gets those oil fields in Syria, right? So Russia knows that if Syria can last— if they can keep it stable, Iran wants to keep Syria stable too, then they need the money from those oil fields to keep themselves stable, to keep their country in one piece. Because the CIA wants to go in and chop it to pieces, the country. They want to chop it all up. And they want to designate who gets what, yes. right? Okay. So then they're, so they were looking to I, I, uh, align themselves with Iran and Russia and Syria. And we could not, we did not overthrow Syria. We did not overthrow Assad when Trump got in because he um, wouldn't take uh, Assad out like Obama wanted to. And so Russia knows that Syrians in Damascus know that they should have oil fields. Russia's and Russia's like, you know, wants them to have that profit themselves because they're going to end up with their cut, too, um, because they're partners or whatever the case may be. They'll buy in or buy into a part of it or, or what have you, because they've always backed each other. And um, because back in I think it was oh nine is when they found the oil Right. That everybody started going in and hawkishly wanting. And so um, there are parts of Syria that people are trying to take over. Okay, And then you have these Kurd fighters and you have all these different factions of Kurds. And the interesting thing is that Christians in Syria are backing Assad. They're backing Assad and that um, they are not uh, backing. uh, They think that Israel is going to partner up with the CIA and stab him in the back. So. What do you think? Okay. Boy, that was quick. Yeah. A a mouthful. Okay. To understand what's going on right Mm -hmm. now, because Trump's under a lot of heat for pulling out. Okay. 50 50 troops. Mm -hmm. Okay. You have to understand who these Kurds are, what their goal. And which group. Which Mm -hmm. group and what what their group is. Now, Kurdistan has never had their own country. Mm -hmm. It's a bunch of loose tribes speaking the same language, Mm -hmm. pretty much the same religion. 
Islam and uh, and what they're they're scattered throughout so, Iran so, and Northern Syria, Syria Turkey, Iran, yeah. Iraq, and yeah, mm-hmm. and all that. But only two million of them live in Northern Syria, Southern Turkey. Mm-hmm. Okay, there's like many, many more in Iraq and in right. Iran. And uh, and so you've got all these different yeah, groups. like even the Iraqi Kurds are 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 fatigued a little bit with um with what's gone on in Iraq and want to maybe partner up a little bit more with maybe some of yeah. the other but groups. Kurdis- right? Kurdistan primary goal and interest is mm-hmm. Kurdistan, mm-hmm. nobody else. They want their own country, okay. and they're willing to do anything to get their own country. They want kind of a communist utopia. Where we're all kind of organized. Kurds, by the way, the Kurds are very good fighters, mm-hmm. and they've got some really tough women fighters too. Okay. And and they're just they're really they train hard, they fight hard, mm-hmm. and because they've been doing this for years, and they've been backstabbed for years, way back at the time of you know the Riza Pahlavi and all, they, they're willing to fight anybody who's their enemy. They're willing mm-hmm. to side with. Mm-hmm. So when the United States goes in there and we say we need you to help us, uh, you know, against the, the Shah, they'll do that. When a new guy comes in, we we evaluate them, mm-hmm. uh, not evaluate, we desert them. Okay, mm-hmm. and so they really never had a side to go with except their enemies. Now the Kurds are sworn enemies of the Turks. Mm-hmm. They hate the Turks. The Turks hate the Kurds. But they're right there on the border of Turkey. And Turkey says, well, what we want to do is we need a safe zone. Mm-hmm. 20 kilometers, what's that, 16, right. 12 miles or mm-hmm. some 12, 13 miles south. We need a safe zone. That right now there where there's no Kurds. Mm-hmm. Now, Syria, Bashar Assad, before the war, he's, and even during the war, he's offered the Kurds all that territory up there in a semi-autonomous state. You guys can have your own state up here. You just be, we'll even make you Syrian citizens. Wow. Okay. But the thing of it is, you're still Syrians and they know we want our country. We want even a, you know, semi-autonomous state. And the Kurds have made enemies everywhere they go because they're, they're bugging aside and burr under the saddle for whatever country you're, they're in. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so uh, consequently right now, there's about three to, I guess it's three to four million Syrians that live in that buffer zone. Syrians. And those Syrians, because of the Kurds and then ISIS up there, they've all gone to refugee camps in Turkey. Okay. And mm-hmm. Turkey's harboring right. all these people. But they want to release these Syrians back into Syria. And they want to, or those that want to, to go up up into Europe if mm-hmm. they want. Okay. We want to get rid of these refugees right, right. In, inside so they want to be able to push the kurds back and in fact out of there if they can Assad will take Assad will take them if they're cooperative and, mm-hmm. and they want to be citizens but no they refuse now the kurdistan they're kind of a marxist group they want their own country i forget the name of it mohalla something like that mm-hmm. it's a basically a kurdish state mm-hmm. where everybody's equal and it's kind of a commu- it's hardline communist yeah, like a little china or, or mm-hmm. organiz- organization mm-hmm. um, that's their goal and so they'll take whatever helps and so when isis came in and we said can you help us fight isis mm-hmm. they go sure we'll help you fight isis 
And and right. why not? Yeah. ISIS is here in our territory. We'll help you fight them. But when ISIS is gone, pretty much now, right? Mm-hmm. It's kind of like the aftermath of any fight, big fight. Well, what are you going to do now? I don't know. What are you going to do now? People are going back to their own thing. But um, they've there's a bunch of ISIS, a couple thousand ISIS fighters mm-hmm. there. Right. And they're held in jails in, in that buffer zone. And by the way... Turkey's willing to push people beyond. You can have your own state or whatever you want, but keep it out of this 12-mile buffer zone, 20 kilometer, gotcha. okay. kilometers. Okay. And, and uh, so the Turks, I mean, the Kurds say, we don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. In okay. that zone is the most oil, the most uh, powerful cities, okay. the m- most populated area. We're going to come right back. We're going to come. If, yeah, we're go going to come. I'm going to stop. We're going to come right back. So I want to talk about what this new, what they're saying is that they're pulling out this card that they're that they're wanting to play right now on the fear card, too. We'll be right back on the Kate Daly Show. How would you like to... Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. Investigator Dave with me. You're listening to the Kate Daly Show. Uh, and we're talking geopolitics. There's so much to go over in this hour. And and I had a, a message to the show, and it's such a great question. You know, why do the Turks hate the Kurds? Why are they warring? And this, I just wanted to mention before we launch back in with Investigator Dave, that this stems from after World War One, defeat of the Ottoman Empire, um, the our Western allies made a provision for the Kurdish state in the 1920s through a treaty. And the promise was nullified about three years later when another treaty set the boundaries of modern Turkey, kind of gave modern Turkey modern Turkey, but they didn't make a provision for the Kurds. They left them out. So then the yes. Kurds started, That with, that's what led to a lot of genocides, rebellions, and, and conflicts throughout Turkey, Iran, Syria, all of these places, right? And right. we have lots of factions. The, the important thing to know is there's lots of factions of Kurds and all these, in all these different countries, right? And like you said, they're kind of a burr under the saddle. There's, there's some definite problems here with, with these groups, with some of these groups. And wanting territory. This is, what start with, this is what happened with Saddam Hussein. They were taking over Iraq, and he actually gassed them, said, no, you're not taking over my land. You can't just come on the land and claim that you own the land. And yes. so we were told that he was gassing all of his fact, citizens, we, but he was gassing even, those. Yeah. <laughs> we even gave him the gas to kill yeah. the Kurds. Yes, no. because he wanted to protect the boundary of his country. Yes. You know? And so he did, that, those, that little nugget gets lost in history. Yeah, because those Kurds mm-hmm. were killing the Christians up right, there right. and trying to take over the Christian community. And Saddam Hussein actually protected those Christians. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of weird. So, the, the Kurds, you know, they help. You remember the Armenian genocide? Mm-hmm. The Kurds helped the Turks, right? Actually, to kill right. Armenians. Yes, yes. They, they it just was uh, a, it was a Holocaust like no other. Oh, that it, was it was a, a pretty bad one. So, Millions. so we were going to talk. Okay, so after so, Libya, 
we took these groups that uh, these fighters, these mercenaries, we tried to put all the mercenaries together. And the CIA was kind of at the root of this, too. And um, um, Mossad, different groups were trying to put these groups together in Syria to take over Syria. And these groups started to split and divide. And so Al Qaeda split off from ISIS. And you had these two different you had you had several different factions going on there with what with what the CIA was sort of propping up. But you had kind of a mess. And. We did not do a coup, which is so good. We didn't do a coup in Syria when Trump came on board. And now we have this problem of ISIS. Well, ISIS started going away, and Trump was right. They Once Obama got out, you didn't see much of ISIS anymore, did you? And so then, um, what is the big thing now? Are some of these groups now, like the northern Kurds, are they going to Iran and Russia and saying, well, we think the CIA might stab us in the back. They've done it in so many other countries. So we want we want reinforcements from you guys. We want to be propped Won't up by it. you guys, right? That's kind of what they're after right now. Maybe the, the kind of a, a switch in the last couple of weeks has they been. They won't get it from Russia. Right. No. Russia, they're the, you forgot to mention them in this whole thing in the defeat of ISIS. Mm-hmm. We did well, not. No, I did. They, they, they were the ones that were getting rid of ISIS in Syria. Yeah, we didn't defeat ISIS. Yeah, yeah. Russia defeated Russia, ISIS. De- yes, yes, yes. Russia defeated ISIS. And, yeah. uh, and, and Russia will make sure that ISIS does not spring up again mm-hmm. uh, from this conflict that's going on right now. Right. Those two couple thousand Kurds that get re- uh, released, not Kurds, but uh, ISIS fighters, mm-hmm. you know, they're... I feel right. sorry for them, but they're not going to get organized. They're right. not going to spread because ISIS could never have existed were not for existence from the West. Right, right. Hence right. the Toyota trucks, matching tennis shoes, white outfits. Yeah, the whole thing and all the arms. You mentioned mm-hmm. it coming from Libya. Mm-hmm. What do you think? What's this whole Benghazi scandal all about? Yep. Yeah, Senator Harris, Harrison, he was mm-hmm. trying to put a stop to it. And, and it. Yeah. Hillary Clinton wanted him dead. Yep. And that whole and thing so, was about arms yeah. that Hillary was making yeah. sure they received, right? Yeah, make sure mm-hmm. that they got it. So, And so these different groups right now are are trying to um, f- to, to see what's going to come next. What's going to what what is well, coming Putin next and who meeting. should they align themselves with? Putin and er- er- mm-hmm. Erdogan are meeting. They've mm-hmm. met. Uh, Erdogan is a is a NATO country. Putin's supplying them with S-400s. Putin's supplying them with a lot of oil and other things coming through. They're getting to be real chummy buddies. Right. They're really more in Putin's camp, the Russia's camp, than they are America's camp, even though they're a member of NATO. Uh, Erdogan's coming over to meet with Trump here real soon. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, so everybody's trying to make sure there's a, a lid. Keep a lid on it. Mm-hmm. Okay? Don't let this thing get out again. Right. And... Uh, Try to stop any of those interests, corporations. Well, you, have a, you have a lot of, of people that were making money off the black market stuff oh. that ISIS was involved in. You have a Turkey making their cut. There, there's a lot of reasons to keep these groups alive. And CIA now is, is the, really what we're doing is we're saying that ISIS is going to now grow again, right? But yeah. it would be the CIA rebooting ISIS again. Right, they'd have to. And That's Israel, the only way Israel ISIS and is CIA take coming off. together to, to kind of reboot this as well. They're in the mix too. Yeah, without government help, mm, right. Western government help, the ISIS will never take off. Right, it just you can't do that. It was a criminal organization. Mm-hmm. They were not Islamic. They talked about Islamic. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, and big old black flag and all that other stuff. But you know, I, I read this story of a, a French doctor that went down there and treated ISIS patients. Mm-hmm. They couldn't even read the Quran. They didn't even know much about uh, Islam. 
Mm-hmm. You know, that was yeah. they were what they were doing is looting, looting, robbing individually and as an organization, mm-hmm. robbing all the oil fields in, in uh, central Syria and, and trying to take over the whole darn country. Right. And uh, it all ended that one day. I remember I was on the radio show mm-hmm. with you here that one day when Russia in a big meeting they had in Syria, mm-hmm. all the Western allies and Russia finally says, we've had enough of this. Right. And one hour from now, we're bombing all their communications and, and munition supplies. Mm-hmm. It, up till then, we'd bomb a little truck out here, right. do a little nothing there. But uh, they said, no, it's over. And then all of a sudden, in come their jets. And it was it was the beginning of the end mm-hmm. for ISIS. So, And uh, Putin is really wise on this. Uh, Putin has assured Syria and that... Uh, ISIS nor Turkey will ever take over. In fact, Erdogan just came out a couple of days ago and said, we have no interest. I want to assure Bashar Assad, we have no interest in invading Syria. We're going to leave you alone. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, all we want is this little bumper stri- strip, 12 miles. It's Syrian territory, but we want to make sure that there's no Kurds there coming in. And I'll tell you about the Kurds. I, I was in Ankara, mm-hmm. okay, visiting some with some friends, some Arab friends. And I had to go get some parts in Ankara. And I'm driving down the street. I had a Kurdish, I'm not a Kurdish, a Turk with me, mm-hmm. teaching me right, left, mm-hmm. you know, all this driving down the street. Busy, busy streets in Ankara. Freeway, roaring down the street. And all of a sudden, about 100 yards up in front of me, this guy jumps right out in the middle of the road. Okay. And, and, <laughs> and, and waving his arms. Uh-huh. And my Turkish guy, guy that was next to me says, don't stop. Don't take stop. him out. Take him out. <laughs> you know, take uh-huh. him out. And I'm going, what? Right. And I'm doing about, you know, 50 miles an hour, closing mm-hmm. in on this guy. I said, no, no, just take him out. He's a Kurd. Right. Wow. They just want to disrupt. If I hit my brakes, big accident, big tie up. Hmm. Right. Yeah. And so it can either hurt people behind me or I can hurt this guy. And I don't know. I was starting to slow down, you know, and trying to move to mm-hmm. one side because I don't want to kill anybody. And he right. said, just take him out, take him out, right. you know. And I, 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 I don't know. He jumped at the very last second, jumped out back onto the, the shoulder. But I, it scared the daylights on me. And it mm-hmm. just goes to what they can do. Mm-hmm. I understand that they're, you know, they're, they're in there just causing trouble. Interesting. And so, Interesting. And then in the middle of all this, we have like Genie Energy, which is owned by, oh, I don't know, former CIA director, former U.S. Vice President Cheney, um, all kinds of banking tycoons, media moguls, and they all sit on the border of this oil company. And you know what's <laughs> yes. so, you know what's so funny about this? I mean, not funny, sad is is their slogan: "Energy innovation for a secure world." That's their slogan uh, for a secure world. Yeah. It's kind of like the UN being about anything but peace. Um, anyway, so you have you have a lot of interests in who's getting oils, pipelines, profit, black market profit, yeah. and everybody's fighting over this. And um, we want our cuts. We want our pieces of it. We've got obviously some interests over there, uh, oh, some yeah. oils, you know, some <laughs> some companies over there with Brennan and 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 uh, Cheney, and so you've got Israel in the mix. And, and, you, and in the middle of it, you've got this, mm-hmm. the military-industrial complex yep. who make big money over putting our soldiers all over the world, mm-hmm. right, and, and supplying them with ammo and, mm-hmm. you know, ships and everything else. 
and and they want to keep the money right. and they it shows how much they control congress on both sides of the aisle they're screaming at trump and trump argued when he pulled those what 2,000 soldiers out last uh, about 10 months ago. Mm-hmm. Remember, he pulled yeah. them out and right. he said, oh, you can't do that. And he says, and he got on the radio. I remember listening to him. He says, you don't understand. I've got to fight the, and he used the words, military industrial complex. Yep. I've got to fight these guys. Mm-hmm. They're all around me. And he's, it's not like he's, a, he's, he's yeah. God yeah. or he's a dictator. You know, he's he got to do it. Mm-hmm. And so now he's doing it. And boy, you're going to you're going to see newspaper articles because they want to keep the war going. Oh, yeah. And so they're going to blow it up every time a civilian's killed. And they're going to say Trump's some civilians an idiot. Killed. He doesn't know what he's doing. And, and you know, he's playing hot shot. But that's not mm-hmm. what's going on. I, I think he actually is starting so, to really understand and, what's going and on. And we don't know what they're going to do. But I know that Trump is getting ready mm-hmm. with his new executive order. Where he put the United States Marine Corps, which is mm-hmm. uh, directly works for the president. Yeah. He put this d- new executive order. He put the Marine Corps directly under his command, changed the 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 standing order. orders mm-hmm. of of how they work in the United States to, to repel any insurrection, any disaster, blah 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 like that. Directly for him, and he had them the select units putting on standby. Is he afraid of a coup on him? There, I think he may be. I'm afraid of a coup on him. These people will stop at nothing. Mm-hmm. To protect all of this. Yeah, yeah. Protect this. And he's protect all those oil fields. His campaign and... promise was no more foreign wars. Don't get involved. Mm-hmm. He's just fulfilling what the campaign promised, but everybody else in the past that said that, they just blew it off. Right. And he already took out the scare tactic of North Korea. So he, yeah. he he you know, we got rid of that one. But on this, I think this is so convoluted. Doesn't that really speak to the overall picture of why are we even in there in the first place? I mean, why are we trying to get our hooks in there? Now I realize it's for profit, but it, that's how convoluted it is. The, all these different groups and what their goals are, what they're fighting for, and us trying to narrate that or get what we want out of it by using our CIA to to do that or the CIA using themselves to do it. I don't think the American people want that, but the CIA kind of mm-hmm. hijacks it. And you got to understand it. United States and Syria mm-hmm. is an illegal, illegal occupation. We don't belong there. We were never invited there. It's a sovereign mm-hmm. country. You can't just go put your troops in a sovereign. What if Mexico did that to us? We're, we're moving in to uh, yeah. retake the Gadsden Purchase. Sorry. We want to move the well, line. <laughs> yeah, we especially want to. Uh, right. And this is going on all the time in these countries. They want to move the line. They want to say, no, that's not your land. This is my, you know, we want My it. land. Or it's your mm-hmm. land, but we're here. Right. Deal with it. Right. <laughs> and he can't do that. Right. And so uh, he's really having a hard time. But I think we're getting this thing expected in the newspaper, expect some hard fighting, because even though there's only a couple mm-hmm. million Kurds in there, vast two for two, uh, what, two percent, no, 10 percent of the Kurds are there. The rest are all elsewhere. Okay. They put up a fight. Those guys are, are mean. And a continuing in the media and say, media in the media saying what? What's the media going to tell us over the next few months? Media are going to tell us that uh, ISIS is expanding and Trump's causing that. And Trump's mm-hmm. causing all those prisoners okay. are loose now, mm-hmm. and they're fighting. And these poor and they're going to the same media that didn't ke- seem to care that we were bombing the snot out of Irkutsk, yep. right? right. And, 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 and we really were. 
killing, same media. killing thousands of civilians. We bombed a borders without a doctors without borders hospital and mm-hmm. ignored it. Same people that didn't seem to care about that are going to care about every civilian death mm-hmm. in that area. Yeah, the same ones that just on accused. They just accused Assad of gassing all of his people, and we believed it. Right. Same thing. Same same media is going to tell us now that it's Trump's fault. ISIS is growing, and then they might even expand over here. Which it wouldn't. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't put it past them to develop some things that happened here, and then blame them, of course, on ISIS. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right before the election, so it makes it look like he's caused this huge problem, and now we're facing it in America. But it's not really has. It's all false yeah. flag. Yeah. You might even see a couple of false flags in here of an ISIS uh, guy bombing something or mm-hmm. doing something in the United States. Wow. Shows how dangerous they are. Thank you for listening to The Kate Daly Show. You can go to The Kate Daly Show on Facebook, The Kate Daly Show on Twitter. Happy to see you there. And also message me. I'd love to hear from you. You can email me at kate at katedalyradio.com. Go to katedalyradio.com for more podcasts of our live show.